Welcome back to the good stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindekew, the good news guy. That was Vincent Bones. I got to meet him yesterday at a Lead SA event. Um, that was his track. He was the winner of Idols South Africa, I think last year. Phenomenal story. He came from absolutely nothing. He was, um, he was a street kid. And he actually uh, won idols, and he's he's making his way into the great big world of uh, of singing and celebrity dim, um, and he's doing a really good job at it, which is which is really really fantastic. It's always good to see these good news stories coming out. Um, it is Tuesday, which means I get to get get to hang out with you guys uh, with the good stuff. It's my favorite time of the week. I get to bring you all the good news stories. Um, we're also going to be checking out our high five top five good news stories. Our co-host is going to read them out for the day. Um, we'll be interviewing some amazing people who are doing incredible things. It is Women's Month. Um, meant to be Women's Day, I think they call it. But we're going to make it Women's Month. And uh, we're going to dedicate most of our shows this, this month to great women who are doing great things in South Africa and the world. As per usual, we'll be, bringing, we'll be bringing you the Change One Thing idea, as well as charities that you can get involved in. And this week, we actually have the charity coming into studio again. Uh, so we're quite lucky with that. Um, yeah, they they are part of Reach for a Dream. It's Slipper Day on Friday. I was meant to bring my slippers to the studio, which I completely forgot about. Um, I'm hoping they bring me another pair because every time I see them, they keep giving me new slippers, the craziest slippers, big tiger ones and all sorts. Uh, I've worked with Reach for a Dream. A couple of years ago, we did something phenomenal uh, with a little kid who had a heart problem, and his his dream was to drive in a race car or to be like really fast in a race car. And at the time, I was working for this racing company in Kailami, and we gave him the opportunity to actually get into a race car and drive it around. And uh, it opened my eyes up to to the fact that we need to be helping people with their last dreams or even just their dreams. Um, that they have, because it's important to give back. I don't know, what would your dream be? If, uh, if, if doctors told you you only had a little bit of time left, and um, you, you had all the money in the world, because that's what Reach for a Dream do, they kind of try and assist you with your major dream. What would your dream be? What would you want to do, if you could do absolutely anything? You can get in touch on uh, Tweet us with cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindicue. You can send messages via our official WeChat account. As you know, we do check our messages. They're up here on the screen. Or you can call us. We love hearing from you guys on 0861-555-189. That's the correct number. But first, we have one of my favorite co-hosts in studio. I'm going to switch his mic on over here. It's that bucketless guy. Robbie, welcome back in studio, boy. Hey, thanks, Brent. Always awesome to be here. Thank you. I'm just lucky I got the desk right and I got your microphone on. <laughs> yeah, last time I was a little bit in the dark or in the, in the <laughs> silence, I think. No worries. You are with us today. Um, I what's, am. What's been happening? You were away. You were climbing some very big mountain. I saw pictures yeah. all over the social interwebs, all Facebooks. over the place. I um, went off to Peru with a bunch of friends. In, there's a mountain range there, which is an extension of the Andes called the Cordillera Blanca. The most beautiful mountain in the world, Alpamayo, is out there. A little it, bit higher than Kili. 5,947 oh, wow. meters high. We went there because I've seen it in postcards. And, you know, I believe there's something that changes in a person when you go somewhere that you've only ever seen in a coffee book. Something happens inside you. So we went and we climbed it. And it was absolutely spectacular. Um, 
uh, I'm, I'm, I've got some photos on my website. If you no, I did. I went to go see some of the photos. Um, and, and what I did see is that it looked flippin' hectic. Yes. Like lots of snow, very cold, um, icy, just solid ice. Yeah. It looked scary. It, it didn't look like an easy climb. Like I'm climbing Kilimanjaro in October. And, and my idea that I have in my head is that it's like a very long walk. You it, walk for six days, right? Yeah, it, it is a long walk. You, you, yeah, six days up, one and a half days down. It is, um, this was a completely different game, but I understand we've been doing it for a while. Um, this is a completely technical climb, looking at 70 degrees of ice, the axes, the crampons, the works. You drop something and it's gone. Uh, but that was absolutely amazing. We got back and we had a couple of days spare. We thought, well, we could either move our flights or travel in South America. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Twist rubber arm. Because you get to go to these great places to to climb these um, these mountains. Did you get to see some of the town? Did you go travel? Did you oh, get yeah, to see sure. some of Peru? Yeah, for sure. We were in Lima, which is an incredible city. We got to see Juarez, which is nowhere. And then we also <laughs> got to go to Iquitos, which is the largest city in the world inaccessible by road. Wow. So it's on the shores of the Amazon. So we went and we had a couple of days. So we said, let's go see the Amazon. And we packed a bag, left everything else in Lima and, uh, yeah, went off into the jungle and had the most incredible time ever. Okay. But, but now I'm listening to what you're saying. And, um, I mean, you're, you're that bucketless guy. That's what we know you as. That's what South Africa knows you as. Yes. You are ticking stuff off at a rapid rate. That was like one trip with 10 ticks. Yeah, for sure. Um, Alpamayo was on the list. It's been on the list for 10 years. I was there 10 years ago, like almost to the day. We didn't climb it. The mountain was out of condition. So 10 years later, we're back on the hill. We summit that, come back. Um, the Amazon has been on my list. I wanted to see an anaconda, which I didn't. So no, I, so it's I, not like the movie with Jennifer Lopez. Uh, no, 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 no. There's not these massive but, anacondas running uh, around. Oh, there's plenty, but we just, I think they don't want to be seen because, yeah, they don't want to be seen. Yeah. When you see a snake, it's because it wants you to see it. Oh, this is true. Um, but we did, we, we fished for piranhas. We caught piranhas. What? We ate piranha. It was amazing. And then we went for a swim, like 50 meters away from where the guard took us to go catch the piranha. Were we you like, not scared? I was yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jeez. Um, I, I learned a very, very valuable lesson, Brent. Adrenaline can be brown sometimes. <laughs> no, it was absolutely crazy because you're swimming in this river and you know, you know that everything in the Amazon is capable of killing, of killing you. you in the blink of an eye. Wow. But yeah, it was, it was the most incredible experience. If it wasn't for my ears, my smile would go all the way around. You know, the right pushing now. yourself to the extreme. So, so how many mountains do you have left on your list? Cause I mean, you, you literally, you're now just thinking them up. You, 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 you had like, okay, gotta do Kili, gotta do Everest. That is, yeah. that is, those are the biggies. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I've done those. Let me go do some mountains in Australia. Let me go do some stuff yeah. in Peru. Your list just, I mean, we've always said that lists evolve. Yes. Yes. My bucket list, as I've always said, is a living document. So it gets longer, it gets shorter, it, things happen. But, um, the one, the big thing I'm still working on is the highest mountain on each continent, the seven summits. Okay. So, I, I have heard of that before. Yeah. I've just got to get to Antarctica. Yep. And back to Alaska because I didn't get that right. So get back, knock those two off. That's the seven summits out the way. And then there's just, you know, choosing places because they're awesome. Like Peru is just amazing. Uh, and yeah, I'm also going back to Kili. When are you doing Kili? 21st of this month. 
So three weeks time. Were, yeah, were you planned so the, badly? No, I was asked to, to take a group of people, which is really cool. And what's the exciting bit for me is it's the only route on Kilimanjaro I haven't climbed yet. Okay, but I'm saying you're planning badly because I'm going in the beginning of October and you should have planned career. Or maybe you just come again. Maybe I will. I just come, to come on that trip as well. Yeah. You're like I, a regular. I know who you're going with, so it might happen. It's almost like when you've run enough comrades, people start paying you to actually come. Maybe yes. that's what it's like. You get your green number. Yes. Yeah, I think if I knock off every route on Kili, I hope there is like a green number or maybe a, I don't know, green tackies or something. I don't know. That's Maybe right. I'll buy myself a pair of green tackies. Okay, but uh, speaking about tackies, um, you didn't just climb a flipping mountain. You came back <laughs> and then you did half an Ironman. Yeah, uh, Sunday was half Ironman Durban, which is an absolutely incredible. I only signed up. When I signed up, I wasn't really going to Peru at the time. Yes. So I thought, yes, I'll put the time in and the training and I will, I'll do better than I've ever done before. And uh, yeah. Explain to me how far half, a, half an Ironman is. Super far. Like uh, it's it's many- a 1.9k swim in the sea. Yeah. Then you jump off and you go for a 90k cycle. So from Sun Coast, we went out to Zimbali and back and then back to up to Lucia Mall and back and that made up the 90ks. And then you jump off and you go for a 21k run. So it took us just over seven hours, seven hours, four minutes, which is a personal best for me, which is phenomenal. That sounds like fun. But what was really special was eight years ago, I did a, a triathlon, a sprint distance, really small one. Um, eight years ago, it was the first triathlon I did after my accident. So got out of a wheelchair, and a couple of months later, I managed to limp across. I think I was second last. Do you ever stop? No. 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 Just keep swimming. And just keep swimming. Absolutely, Dory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you can't stop. There's too much to do. Uh, yeah, You know that whole thing you just said, you know, if you were told you had X amount of time to live? Yes. I do have X amount of time to live. Well, we all, there, there's that talk that someone did, um, where they stand up and they, they speak about how many, let me get this right. They speak about how many seconds are in a day. That was glee. Come on. Was it really? 5,000. No, that was actually yeah, rent, I, yeah, but you're, yeah, cl- you're, you're close enough. But it glee was a musical, it. maybe. <laughs> Glee did it when the, the, that other so guy the th- there's this talk that the guy does and he goes, what would you do if you had, I don't know, 670,000 rand in the bank every morning when you yes. wake up? That's the talk. Yes. And then he says, but you do. You have X amount of seconds in your mm-hmm. day yeah. every day. Why the hell are you wasting them? Absolutely. And when I do talks to people, one example I use, I said, if we had two minutes to live, what would you do? And everyone knows immediately. They say, I'll pick up my phone and I'll phone someone I love. How come with that short amount of time, you automatically know what's important? But when you look at it and you go, oh, I've got 60 years, I'll start tomorrow, or maybe the day after, there's no rush. What would you do? So, I mean, I asked this question at the start of the show. Reach for a dream or coming in in a little bit. If a doctor told you that you were terminal and you only had a, a short while to live and you got hold of reach for a dream and they said, what is your dream? What would you do? What would you do? Wow. Uh, so many things. I mean... Oh, it's, it's very tough for me because I've focused on. It's difficult because you actually have a, a list that list. Twice as long as my arms. Exactly. Absolutely. Not everybody has that to list. To choose ready. one thing would be incredibly difficult, Brent. Um, but one of those things is I want to put myself in a position where I can start helping people with those things. Saying, so, hey, what's on your list? Let's make that happen. And that's exactly what you do do. Yeah. You're continuously helping well, Right now I'm in a position to, to give them the Vuma, but I want to be in a position where I go, oh, you, you want to go to, 
to the States. Well, here's an air ticket. Well, the microphone's not close enough to my laptop, but I'm busy typing my list as we speak. Fantastic. Like whenever you come in, I'm like, let's update that Add list. Add that, bit. take that let's off. Do that, change that. Yep. Let's do it. All right, yeah. so talks, right? Um, yes. I mean, you, you're so used to it. That's all you do. I did that talk two or three weeks ago called Suits and Sneakers, and the video has just gone live today, which Brilliant. I'm flipping excited about. Take that off the list. Uh, if all of you that are listening, go check out my Twitter and uh, my news feed and cliffcentral.com. We're putting up the videos all over the place so you guys can see um, what I look like on stage. And let me know your thoughts. That's, I, mean, I mean, that's what I want. Is I want constructive feedback. It's got nothing to do with what you look like on stage. Well, like it's how, how, I, how my story or the, it's the motivation. the hammer you bring in the bag that's going to hit go. home. Yesterday I went, uh, I was part of a lead essay panel and, um, that's what I said at the beginning of the show. I got to meet Vincent Bones, who is this winner of idols, exceptional guy. I got to meet, uh, Bukeng, who is a five year old kid who had a brain tumor and on his way to getting his brain tumor sorted, he uh, started collecting blankets for people that were underprivileged, which is flippin' insane. Um, and the whole point of Lead SA and, and the talk that we did yesterday, it was to choose the regional winners for the year. So they take all the heroes for okay. 2014, 2015, whatever that period is, and they choose the winners. The, the youth hero, like, it makes me, when I, when I saw her up on stage and I saw her story, I thought to myself, don't ever flip and tell me that you don't have the capability to do something. Because this little girl was 16, I think, and um, there was a crash down the road from her house uh, with a woman who was looking after underprivileged kids so that their parents could go to work. But um, they the the space that they were using, they basically got evicted from from being able to use that space, and uh, and she, this little sixteen year old girl, managed to collect enough bricks, cement, and money to build a flipping whole new crash for like a hundred and fifty kids a day. That is insane. Uh, it, it's always failure is always attributed to lack of resources. Oh, we didn't have the time. We didn't have the money. We couldn't do this. We didn't. Resourcefulness is my favorite list. You know, I believe if you're passionate enough, emotional enough, and and creative, and, and you wanna and you care enough, you can do absolutely anything. Sixteen-year-olds building crashes, five-year-olds collecting blankets. Are uh, you joking? It just made me realize again, and I, I say it often: South Africa is alive with possibility. You just have to look around and see the incredible people that surround us, absolutely. and you really will. They are um, everywhere. One of the winners was Jenna Lowe. Who, I mean, we featured on the show. You were actually on the show when we show. interviewed her. Um, flip. I did another lead essay talk a couple of, uh, it must have been like two months ago. Uh, it was with the, the grade 11 learners in South Africa with the highest marks. So there was like 300 of them. Really bright kids. They, they're okay. really going places. And we did this talk in Pretoria. And right before I had to go on, they played this video of like the lead essay heroes and how all these people have turned stuff around. And a whole portion of it was Jenna Lowe. And I got up on stage and I was crying. It was, it was embarrassing. Not at all. Not it at was all. embarrassing. But anyway, so Jenna Lowe, um, got the award. So her mom collected that award. Um, and her mom stood up and gave a talk. And it's, it's so interesting. And it's something that I have to highlight on. Someone fantastic in the admin department of um, organ donors in South Africa lost all of the records before 2006. So if you were registered as an organ donor before 2006, you must know that you are no longer 
an organ donor. They have no record. It's gone. So anybody, if you, I mean, if you even, if you even have the inclination that maybe perhaps it could have been around that time, just go online and just redo it because we need those numbers. Absolutely. Even if you're recent, go on and double check. Double check. It's, it's something like seven clicks. I always say it's seven clicks to become a hero. Flippin' hell. I like hey. that. And, and one of the amazing things, um, that you might not know because I mean, they haven't broadcast it that much, but Jenna Lowe managed to go from, uh, there was a hundred organ donors a year, something stupid like that. Ridiculous. Of people signing up, like a hundred. That's one every three days. It's disgusting. Yeah. And, uh, Jenna Lowe managed to raise that number in that short space of time to almost 40,000 people. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, she was just a 21 year old kid. Change one thing, change everything. That's okay. seriously what I believe. Yeah. Amazing kids. Alright, so, um, we are doing things a little bit differently. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play my bed music so we have it in the background. This is all about the good stuff and, and we focus on the good stuff. Um, I'm gonna ask you, Robs, to come over this side. Okay. And, I, I mean, we're sort of attached here. You're gonna read from number five. We're gonna talk about the, uh, top good news stories. Don't worry about that little section over there. Um, it's the good stuff and, uh, this is what we concentrate on, yo. Yeah? Okie dokie. There's a little bit of bed music going on. The good stuff. Bed music. That's what we do. All right. You're starting from number five. Okay. Little girl climbs up 40-foot cliff to save mom and baby brother. Coolest story. It's busy trending on social media. This little girl um, saw a car accident happen. Yeah? On a mountain. And she was playing like in her garden or whatever the deal is. She climbed up the flipping mountain and helped... The mother and the, the baby get out of the car. Three foot tall superhero. And that's what they come in, those sizes. Absolutely. If, if you can't find a hero, be one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think we, we, we sort of, the studio's a little bit crazy now because I've got him like almost over me. Um, at number four, what do we have? You may never have to listen to another voicemail again thanks to Siri. Oh. Thank you. I mean, that explains itself, basically. <laughs> yeah. uh, Apple are busy developing with Siri to be able to access your voicemail and then transcribe what the voicemail said and put in a little message for you. So instead oh. of listening to your voicemails, because it really, we, it, we've moved on. We really have, yeah. We've moved on. I find that people are generally, um, I mean, maybe it's more friends, but we don't, we don't leave each other voicemails. If I phone you and you don't answer, I'll either text you or I'll send you a voice note. If I'm driving and I can't text, I'll be like, Hey, Robs, listen, uh, can you come in on Tuesday? And then off it goes and you can listen to it when you want to. Yeah. And that's cool. I, I never, I absolutely hate voicemail. Go in, push one, wait, listen what they have to say, push three to delete. Push one for the next message. Uh, no, last two. I think, short, I think everybody does. I, what yeah. I find, and my voicemail, people don't listen. Because my voicemail no. says, hey, you've reached Brent. I'm currently unavailable. Please send me a text message if urgent. But they it, still it, leave voicemails. Do you use that deep, saucy voice, though? I put on my radio voice. Nice. <laughs> what do we have at <laughs> number three? Number three, artists turn one of Mexico's most dangerous neighborhoods into one giant mural. How amazing is this? So, um, artists decided to take this whole area, and I'm going to post this online so you guys can see it, but it was this whole dangerous, dangerous area Look in Mexico. Hey? Hey, wow. So it was dilapidated and the buildings, it's all on the side of the cliff. So it's quite pretty. Um, and it was going through this rough transition where gangsters and sort of crazy and artists decided to redo and 
paint the city. It looks like a box of Skittles, like a packet of Skittles. Yeah. And they decided to do that. Um, and it's actually changed the environment. So the gangsters have all calmed down. And everybody who lives in the area have started taking pride in their homes. Awesome. It's and like, in the communities. It's like putting happy pills in the water source. Can we do that? Is that legal? Who cares? It's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. Right. So that's Keep our that pl- in mind. That's our plan. Um, if anybody wants Cliff Central tap water, you know what's going down. Yes. Number two. Number two. What do we have? Number two. Cecil the Lion fundraiser led by Jimmy Kimmel surpasses 150,000 US dollars. That's like what? Almost half a million rand? One and a half million rand. One and a half. Fantastic. What? That's amazing. That's incredible. So I don't know if you, I mean, you must have seen the Cecil the Mm -hmm. Lion story of this guy that uh, murdered a famous lion in Zimbabwe and the whole world was in uproar and now you've got the hunters facing off with people who are not hunters facing off with vegetarians and social media is a crazy mess with everybody really upset about this lion which I mean it is it's cuck they they killed something that they shouldn't have Um, I don't agree with hunting at all I don't like it at all Um, but I do eat meat so I mean there's that there's that sort of thing what I like about this is Jimmy Kimmel stood up and he called the guy out for being a dick um, I think our bed music's done. Oh, this. Is it? Hit it again. Oh, there it goes. Um, so yeah, he called him out for being a dick and, and he started this fund to raise money to put back into wildlife, which is awesome. important. I, I think an important note for everyone here, we all have a voice and you get to choose what you use it for. Jimmy Kimmel is a comedian, yet he applied the tool and now we are raising money for wildlife. Did you watch the video? I did. Of Jimmy Kimmel. I did. And towards the end, he actually gets like a lump in his throat. For sure. Because it means something to him. For sure. So so maybe the challenge today is what are you going to use your soapbox for? That's why I bring you into studio because you have these things. You you inspire people to make change. Um, one some some of the crazy things that have happened. So people have jumped on board with the campaign. Empire State Building made their whole. They always color themselves. Like when Pride, when National Pride uh-huh. came, it was like Pride. And when New Year's comes, they like do New Year stuff. And with this, they made a picture of Cecil the Lion on Empire State Building. Magic. It was like two nights ago, which is incredible. There have been two massive airlines that have banned any. Uh, what would you call them? Trophies. Yes. Trophy. So the heads of animals. Yeah. Ban them. Yes. Cannot come on any Delta or United Airlines. They've stopped it. And, and Excellent. Delta is part of like, I mean, like SAA is part of Delta. So it's a big network of airlines. For sure. Flipping amazing. Um, and people have jumped on board. There's been a couple of toy stores that have started creating Cecil Alliance, um, which they are selling, but proceeds go back to, to wildlife conservation. Yeah. Which is rad. Um, and then the one story that was on Mashable yesterday was about the American hunter. It's also been a hoo-ha because they ki- she was killing the giraffes. She's in South Africa at the moment. Oh, perfect. And she has been, had an interview with Mashable um, where they have the interview uh, where she says that giraffes are um, aggressive and dangerous. Of course. Of course. Yes. Um it no. goes to show giraffes just, are not aggressive. Like you, you put a gun in an ed, uneducated person's hand, it's just going to end badly. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. All I'm oh saying. dear. Uh, okay. Number one, number one, and this is sort of relevant to the whole lion hunting. Yes, Kanessa Johns, a U.S. vet, has just landed in Africa, and her mission is to deter poaching before it contributes to the elimination of endangered species. So this lady, and because it's Women Month, we're featuring her. Featuring her, she is. Unbelievable. She is unbelievable. And she has a giant gun. 
Giant gun, big tattoo, was in the Marines. She's left um, Afghanistan. And there's a group of them. There's about 20 of them that have come to Africa to save the animals. They are here to get rid of poachers. Poacher hunting season. To get rid of illegal hunting. Their concept is to uh, teach our rangers and the people in the poaching units to be able to track, hunt them down and stop them. But she has said anybody with a gun in national parks is a threat. And she will take them down. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, I love it. If you, you, you've got to see this picture of her. She looks, she makes G.I. Joe look like a ballet dancer. She's going, she, I, I could literally, and there's one, um, photo that I'm going to post online, but she could be a character from like a Tomb Raider. Mad Max Fury Road Part 2. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, she's insane. Kine- so, Kinesa Johnson. Kinesa Johnson. She, she's here to save Africa and all our animals, which I'm excited about. Nice. So those are the top five stories for this week. I am going to post them online so you can uh, catch up with with what we're talking about and the good stuff that's happening in in our neck of the woods all over the world. This is why we're here. We bring you the good stuff news stories. One other story, which is not part of the good stuff, um, but which is a flippin' cool story, is uh, this inflatable minion in the UK. Yeah. They They... We're trying to be part of the Minion movie that's currently going on. And they inflated this massive, massive, massive Minion. Like a big inflate. And its strings broke. And it flew across the highway. Okay. So what are the Minions really good at? Like what is their... The the main thing is to what cause, cause havoc. This inflatable little guy is properly, properly, properly causing havoc. How ridiculous. When you said the strings broke, I had visions of it sort of... Getting in the way of the Hubble telescope or something. <laughs> Three months no. from now, they still can't track it. <laughs> no, it didn't fly up. It just flew across. Um, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Cliffcentral.com. I nearly missed the intro there. Oops. <laughs> we were busy talking. There's so much stuff going on in studio. So much of good stuff. Um, it's our weekly great. Our inspiration this week is an organization called Painting the Town Pink. Usually we only have an individual, but today it's an organization because they're doing flippin' cool stuff. <laughs> Painting the Town Pink is a group of events that aim at creating awareness and education about breast cancer, and it also aims to bring relief to people who are unable to otherwise have clinical examinations or mammograms done by bringing the service to them. And I guess that we would include men as well. Sometimes we forget that men also need to check their... Check their man boobs. For sure, yeah. Just um, in case. Well, there is I need a bit to, of a... I need to introduce you first. No, you, you can. Yes. This is, this is the theater of the mind. It's radio. You're not supposed to be in studio yet. <laughs> Sorry. We, we have Sarah and... Solange. Such a beautiful name. <laughs> Such a beautiful name. In studio with us. Um, and they are heading up Painting the Town Pink. And they're going to tell us all about the, uh, the events that are happening and how we get involved and and how we know about what's going on and you know we also want to party for good so welcome to the studio thank you it's great to have you they're two beautiful women we are celebrating <laughs> women's month um so we're celebrating women that are making a difference in south africa and you two definitely fit that mold <laughs> thanks we are trying to well that's all that matters that you need to be trying to what does the organization do what, what is it about Okay, well, painting the town pink, um, really, it's just a group of events, really, that we're trying to uh, raise funds for the pink drive. That's our chosen beneficiary for this year, to bring um, mammograms and education to people that wouldn't otherwise be aware um, or able to get those tests done. For sure. Um, yeah. What inspired you to start this? 
I mean, you didn't have to. No, I didn't have to. But, uh, you know, I don't think there's anybody that's actually not been affected by cancer. Everybody's been directly or indirectly affected. And because of that, it kind of inspired me. Personally, um, in the past year, there's been quite a few people, family and friends, that have been affected by cancer. Um, and that just kind of pushed me. So, you know what? People don't know enough about this. And it's not just about the awareness. Everybody's aware some way about cancer. But they need to know things like, what are you looking for? How do you know if this is cancer? How do you know you need to get to the doctor? How do you know it's important? You know, I think I mean I chat to a lot of people, and um, one of the biggest things is is treating it before. So like knowing the signs so that you can get to the doctor. If I mean it it might not be the flu, you need to go check that out. Absolutely. Um, I think we live in a bit of a reactive society these days um, as opposed to a proactive one. And that's the message that we're actually trying to get across is that be proactive about it. Get yourself tested. Get yourself um, examined. Learn how to do the examinations at home as well. Learn the different signs. It's not just a lump. Um, there's various signs of it that could, you know, um, signal the onset of the breast cancer. Um, and so basically it's just about educating and educating the generations as well so that, you know, people People do not see it as, oh, it's just an older woman's um, disease. It's not just an older or woman's disease. just a disease. woman's disease. Yeah, it's, it well, affects we, we, men. We said that it affects men. Yeah. Exactly. And, and some people might not know that. No, they don't. I mean, my husband himself was blown away when I told him that. I mean, he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah. You got it too. Yeah. You, you know, it. the tissue's there. It's, it can get affected. And I mean, the reality is that even children nowadays are being um, diagnosed with the disease. So basically the message is to get across that, you know, Get yourself checked out. It affects every generation. Doesn't matter whether in your fifties, your twenties, in your teens, even men, women, um, across all races, ages, and whatnot. Just inform yourself and make yourself aware of what of what to look for. Yeah, and and the fact that it doesn't just stop at breast cancer. Sometimes, I mean, there's metastatic cancer, and it just if you know it can start at the breasts and move its way down, and the next thing you know, you've got you you think okay, breast cancer's gone, and you've got liver cancer. You know, yeah. uh, mm. you've got to catch it in the early stages, and that's kind of part of our slogan of stop cancer. We are the generation that can stop cancer. We really believe that. And 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 why? Do, okay, let's let's first touch on why why you believe. That there is so much cancer. Was there, was there a reason that we just didn't pick it up before? Or has it always been around? I think I, it's always been around. I feel like it's, it's, yeah. it's a lot more now. I think people are just more, more, more aware. aware of it now. And yeah. that's what you guys are yeah, doing is driving is, that awareness. Yeah, that's what we need. Um, I think a lot of the times there's a lot of focus on other diseases and cancer is almost the silent killer in society, yeah. um, for many, many years. Um, you know, so, but, <laughs> I'm getting a little bit tongue-tied here. Um, we just, we feel that, the, the, you know, the information is out there, but is it always attainable to people? It's not. It's not in our schools. It's not in our... In, in, yeah, if you think about it like that, kids, I mean, when I was at school, we were taught about HIV and, and AIDS. We were never and, taught about cancer. No, it exactly. Was never, it was and never part should, of the curriculum. And they should be doing this. Exactly. That's what we believe they should be doing. And that's exactly our... The crux of this yes. is that if we, we really believe that we can stop cancer. Well, this, how, is, this is the thing. I've seen that. So yeah. you guys believe that mm-hmm. this is the generation to end Absolutely. cancer. Absolutely. How do we do that? And why do you believe that? Education. Education. Well, it boils down to, you know, the age old saying prevention is better than cure. And, um, you know, we all live with a bit of a state of mind. Ugh, it'll never happen to me. And 
it really can. It does not discriminate. It's not something you can really avoid. Sure, you can make certain lifestyle choices and whatnot to give yourself the best chance of not contracting the disease. But a lot of the times it's also generational. Um, and, you know, if you don't catch it in time and you don't know what you're looking for, and you don't inform your daughters and their daughters and your friends and your family and you spread the word, you know, we're not going to get there. And being the generation that can stop cancer, that's what we mean. Prevention is better than cure. You know, take a proactive approach about it. Um, don't take it for granted. It'll never happen to you because, you know, it might. It might. It might. So um, when it comes to prevention, I would, I would think that healthy life choices would be a huge part Absolutely. of what you need to do. Eating healthy, um, no smoking. Because I mean sure. that's one of the biggest contributors contri- to cancer in general. Uh, we've got the the living healthy, so do some exercise, get out there, absolutely, um, and then be aware. Mm. Get yourself tested. Yes, you were talking about bringing the the equipment or the mammograms to people. Yes, how does that work? Okay, so pain, uh, we our beneficiary is the Pink Drive, and they have what's called a mobile mammography unit. So we raise funds for them to bring that unit out. They bring it. They do free mammograms and clinical breast examinations for the people that can't afford it. So we want to bring that to the people. And our long-term goal is to do this very regularly. So more people that can do this, the better. I mean, yeah. it's, mammograms are expensive, <laughs> you know. So you, the more that you can bring that to the people, you can say everybody deserves to get checked. Everybody needs to know where are they, where, where are they at with this whole thing. You know, maybe you've got a small lump. You could be in stage one. You didn't even know it. Next thing you catch in stage stage three. You know? So um, you, you'll be using and, and maybe you've got the events that are happening. Yes. What are the yes. what are, where are the events and what are the events? Okay, our first event is on the fifth of September. That's our pre-party to our gala event, which is our big night. I love a party. Well, you're invited. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can both come. We're so pink. Yes, I uh, know. Um, no, all white. It's an okay. all white party. All white. And you're going to come to get pinked. Rad. Where is it? It's at Movida. Movida on the fifth. Fifth of September. Yes. Uh, I'm sure there's a rhyme there. Remember, remember the fifth of September. September. I just made it up. How's that? <laughs> Go for it. It works for us. <laughs> so Movida fifth of September. We love Movida. Uh, we had Cliff Central's first birthday there, and oh, wow. it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like the club is cool. It um, is very cool. It's a it's a cool vibe, and there's always cool people that are sort of. Inside my vida, having a jaw, <laughs> and it's it's a cool vibe. They're one of so our sponsors. They're fantastic. They're really, yeah. really, really great. Yeah, so that's right. exciting. That's the fifth of September, and, and anybody's invited. Anybody's invited. Yeah, the tickets are pre-sold. Um, so you just have to get hold of get hold of us on tickets at paintingthetownpink.co.za. Today, uh, you just request the amount of tickets that you want. It's fantastic. And um, does that money that money is going back to organize for the, the gala. Uh, what is it called? The mammography. Yes. The mammography machine. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's so, stage three of our of our entire campaign. So okay. stage one is the fifth of September at Movida, where we're basically targeting the younger generation, telling them come out, you know, breast cancer supported, inform yourselves. The photo booth. Um there's gonna be a photo <laughs> booth, there's gonna be our candy girls doing their rounds and pinking everybody out. Um it's going to be a really fun night. And then um, stage two of our of our campaign would be on the 24th of October. That's going to be our gala event that's being held at Room 5, also here in Ravonia. Love Room 5. I also, know. You guys stunning have great venues. I know. Oh, and the amazing thing is that these venues have come on board and shown absolute generosity towards the cause. Um, so without them, you know, we actually wouldn't 
be in the position to host these events. Um, And then stage three would then be facilitating or collaborating with the pink drive in order to get the mammography units Community activation. Yes. Um, I was was going to say, what what are your plans for the future? But it's obvious that you've set goals and that you're working towards proper plans for the future to assist South Africans in getting these tests and and helping South Africa or the world get rid of cancer. Absolutely. The more we are. I believe that the better, eh? Man. We've got to get it out there. Absolutely. Rob, this thing was some phenomenal woman, yeah. Yeah. You know what the awesome thing is? And do you know why you guys are going to succeed? Um, is not everyone can be an oncologist. Like me on my own, I'm not going to cure cancer. But I can go out and party at my vida. Exactly. And that's going to help put something forward, which then contributes to the mammography mobile exactly. project, which will save lives. Yes. So go out and party and it save some lives. It's such an easy way to be part of an amazing cause and it's infectious. It really is. And we just want to, we want to spread that. Um, awesome. Yeah. yeah get people enthusiastic. Exciting stuff. Rob's and I are going to be there and we're going to awesome. rope in as many Cliff Central, um, of our listeners that we can. Please. And perhaps some of the Cliff Central presenters. We For might sure. get like old Gareth to come through. Who yeah, knows? That would be awesome. great. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yes, how do, how do listeners stay in touch? Cause obviously, um, social media is a big way that we do spread awareness nowadays. And I'm hoping that you guys have got some social media oh, sites yes. that we can follow you. We have a lot. Okay. So we're on Facebook. Yes. Uh, firstly, uh, we have, you just got a painting towns pink. It's facebook.com. Little, uh, forward slash. slash. <laughs> <laughs> painting towns pink. Okay. Painting towns pink. Yes. Um, that's on Facebook. Okay. Then obviously on Twitter as well. It's at paint TT pink. Yeah. And then we also have our website that's going live next, next week as well. That's very exciting. Um, there people can find us at www.paintingthetownpink.co.za. Um, and from there you'll have all the information that you need. Um, even if you want to come on board as a volunteer with our cause or even come on board as a sponsor because, you know. We are looking for people to contribute towards. We the cause we as do well. have a, a WeChat message for you, ladies. It's from a, a one of our listeners called Rose, and she's just said. Um, I mean, it's quite long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But basically, uh, unfortunately, she says the doctors where she lives in PE, uh, they believe one of her friends went in, um, and that she was over exaggerating. And, what? and they didn't catch it in time, yeah. and she had cancer. Then, um, how? What is the best way? To get tested, to catch it soon if doctors don't want to hear us is what she's you asking. You have to push it. Unfortunately, that's the society that we live in. There's people bluff all the time, unfortunately, and that's been proven. But you have to know something is wrong with me. You know yourself better than anybody else. You go, well, this doctor doesn't want to listen. I'm going for a second opinion. I'm going somewhere else. You've got to, you've got to ask as many doctors as you can. If they don't, if they're going to listen, you ask for your, um, for x-rays, firstly, they've got to find any lumps in your body. Um, get them biopsied. If the doctors don't want to listen, you have to go for a second opinion. Second opinion. Get yes. someone else. If, I mean, if, if you've got five doctors saying, okay, you don't, mm, maybe... Maybe that's different. But, yes. but like she says here that they actually did have, she, uh, she found out from a second opinion from a doctor in Johannesburg. Yeah. So it was the doctors in PE that wouldn't listen. And she actually had, uh, stage two colon cancer at oh the young gosh. age of 30. Oh so, goodness. I mean, I mean, that's the truth is the young age of 30. That stuff yeah. is happening. One of the other WeChat messages that we got uh, is from Cindy, who's all the way from Ireland. Um, she loves Movida. She came <laughs> from Ireland 
to South Africa for our first birthday. That's oh, amazing. wow. Yeah, so Cindy was there all the way from Ireland. I partied with her. That girl can drink tequila, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's incredible. Um, thanks for being in the studio. It's been great chatting to you. Thanks for having us. I'm going to repost all of those links so that all our listeners can get involved. Please, guys, I like to party. 5th of September, I'm going to be at Movida. I love Movida and I love a good cause. Um, and, and let's all get tested and know what's going on with our bodies. I think that's important. Okay, uh, sure. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. What did we say, Rob? They, they're remixing all of those old school songs, eh? Digging up the goodies and keeping them awesome. <laughs> I'm having a little party in studio. I flippin' love 90s music, uh, but we're going to cut that off. Um, this week's Give A Lot is so easy to get involved in. So every week, we tell you about a charity that you can get involved in. Um, and this week is so flippin' easy because it's happening on Friday. And literally, it's two steps. One, you got to register. Either you got to go and pay your money online or you got to buy a sticker it's one of the two and then you just have to wear your slippers on friday literally anywhere you want to go you want to go to the office in your slippers you go in the office in your slippers you want to go clubbing in your slippers go clubbing in your slippers we need to get the word out there that this is important we have the ceo of reach for dream and studio julia which i'm so excited to speak to and wimpy's brand manager i love your food you are my favorite chain in the whole of south africa um i eat wimpy at least once a week Yay. proper um uh, karab was in studio with us to tell us more about what's happening this friday and how we can get involved i'm gonna ask you to come a little bit closer and you're gonna speak into the microphone don't be scared of us um welcome to the good stuff julia Tell us more about Reach for a Dream, first of all. You're the CEO of this amazing organization. What is Reach for a Dream? Yeah, so Reach for a Dream is a non-profit organization, and we basically fulfill the dreams of children who have been diagnosed with a life-threatening illness, so cancer, leukemia, renal failure. If any of those children have been diagnosed, we um, engage with them and we ask them what is their most magical day and what their dream would be and we make it a reality so that's what we do all day you do phenomenal stuff I actually started off the show and I spoke about the fact that I'd helped reach for a dream many many years ago there was a little kid who wanted to get in a race car and we we made that opportunity happen at Kailami in Johannesburg Um, but I actually came to a slipper day event with Ashley Hayden and we got to party with some of these kids They they might be reaching for a dream, but they ain't going nowhere. Like we had the most phenomenal time with them. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Our children stuff. are very resilient, and I think um, you know when you have the opportunity to go into the hospitals and when you engage with them, they just have this resilience. You know, um, they know they're sick, but there's this resilience and this hope that they have that um, you know their treatment will will make them better. And that's what we kind of do is we take them away from that the needles, the hospital procedures and things that little children shouldn't have to face at that age. So yeah, that's the resilience you were parting with. Wow, so cool. Cindy on WeChat has actually just said clubbing in slippers genius. <laughs> Tell us more about Slipper Day. Yeah, so Slipper Day is a is a wonderful event. It started about four or five years ago. Um two years ago we actually started uh, started a relation last year we started a relationship with Wimpy because we were getting a lot of requests from people who said where can I buy my, my sticker where can I buy my sticker and you know, we've only got seven branches countrywide and accessibility wasn't really great so we partnered with Wimpy and asked Wimpy if they could 
stock our, our stickers. Um, and Wimpy just went one step further and, and Karaba would tell you exactly about the campaign and how it's working in Wimpy. But if people wanted to get involved, they go on to www.slipaday.co.za. They can email us if they've got large corporates and want to have bulk orders and we will deliver the stickers to them countrywide. Um, alternatively, they can go to Wimpy. Um, and Karaba will tell us more about that. Yes, so all our stores have been selling uh, Slipper Day stickers uh, for the month of July, and they're also available right until Slipper Day on the 7th of August. Uh, so customers come in and purchase their sticker, and we've taken it a bit a step further. So on the 7th of August, if they come into a Wimpy store wearing their stickers and slippers, Wimpy is going to thank them with a cup of our famous Wimpy coffee. <gasps> Done. I'm there. <laughs> Better be there. Wimpy is amazing. <laughs> we love Wimpy. You guys are incredible. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to be wearing my slippers on Friday, uh, like I said, all day. If you're going to see me out on the town on Friday night, I'm going to have those guys on. Not scared. Um, how else can people get involved? You said they can go to the website. They can come into a Wimpy store. On the website, I mean, do you have to wear a sticker or can you just apply online? Yeah, so we do have what they call a Twibbon, which um, is an online virtual sticker. Um, and you go to slipperday.co.za and you can upload it on your Facebook profile or your Twitter profile. And it literally is a picture of you with wearing the sticker. It's called a Twibbon. Okay, that's cool. So we can do it online. You don't have to um, purchase a sticker. I'm going to wear my slippers. I'll do mine online. So my Twibbon will be uh, me with the slipper day. And I'm going to go to Wimpy on that day in my slippers. You better be there. But I'm not just going to have a free coffee. I'm going to come buy food as well because yeah. I love Wimpy food. Great. Wimpy food is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, Julia, I've always said, and it, it's almost like Mandela Day, right? So everybody gives up their 67 minutes for 67 minutes. What about the rest of the year? How do people get involved with Reach for a Dream and assist you guys throughout the year? Because it's not a one-day thing. No, right? absolutely not. We're always looking for help within our campaigns uh, with children. Anyone who wants to volunteer or sponsor or anything can email us at info at reachforadream.org.za and I will direct them in the right um, space and it's national. So we need people from everywhere. That's amazing. Do you have um, some social media sites that people can get hold of? Yes, we. if you go onto our website, www.reachforadream.org.za, we have a Facebook, we have Twitter, we have all of that. So everything Instagram. lives in one space. We've also got a um, Wimpy website. Um, so if you post your, a picture of yourself wearing Slipper Day stickers or your slippers, there's amazing prizes to be won. <laughs> Wimpy prizes! This is amazing! I'm so excited. Friday's going to be flipping cool. Um, Cindy's just said on WeChat as well, uh, she believes that we should approach clubs and restaurants and make it mandatory that you have to wear slippers on Friday. I think that's a flipping good idea. It's a very good amazing, idea. Eh? Okay, so everybody at Cliff Central, take notes. Friday, you better be in your slippers, right? I'm just telling everybody out there in studio. It has been amazing having you in studio. I'm going to post all of these links online and Rob will as well. I'm going to force him. And we'll also put all of our pictures up of us. Because am I allowed to win prizes? Am I in the draw for that? Definitely, yeah. I'm going to post so many. I'm going to wear all my... I've got like four pairs of slippers. I'm going to wear them throughout the day and take photos. It's been absolutely amazing. I love what you're doing. Reach for a Dream is an incredible foundation. Um, and just, I mean, keep making those dreams come true. It's Thank phenomenal. You. Thank, you you having Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thanks. It's been amazing. Don't go anywhere because I want to take some photos. Um, Rob's, it's been an amazing show. It has. Uh, again. I nearly switched your mic off again. I keep doing that, man. I'm starting to take it personally. Just stop talking. That's all I'm saying. So every week uh, I do change one thing, change everything. It's um, something that you can do 
Something small, usually, that you can do to change one thing that will literally change everything. We spoke at the beginning of the show about Cecil Lion and how you have these hunters and the poachers and these people that are all upset with each other and it's just sort of crazy. Um, and then you've got the vegetarians that are jumping in saying, but if you're hunting this, what about eating the meat? So what I've said now is something that, that's been around for a very, very long time, but it's, it's one day where you take off a week from eating meat which apparently alleviates a lot of pressure on all the animals if everybody had cool. to do it one day a week. So choose a day, whatever day it is, and and make that your meat-free day. I usually do meat-free Mondays because it rhymes, and then I yeah, won't forget sounds it. Sounds good. And just the whole day, I, I don't partake in any meat. I don't eat chicken. I don't eat biltong. I just sort of stay away from it. And I believe that if all of us had to do that, it would just alleviate a little bit of pressure on um, on our livestock and how that rolls. It's one day. Just, just one day. Yeah. Just Minimum one impact, day. massive massive effect. It'll be like 52 days a year, I think, if my math is right. My Which calendar of counting skills. Um, you've been tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central. Uh, do you have any final parting words? Because I know I'm not going to see you for like another six weeks. You're going to go climb another mountain. Tell our people, our listeners, let them know what that bucket list guy thinks that they should do. Perhaps change one thing. I think if we've picked up one thing from the entire show today is... The things you're already doing, maybe you can alter them or, or push them in the right direction to help someone who's doing something massive. So wearing your slippers is going to make a massive difference for a small child who might not see them a trick for well. Wearing, and it's just putting on your slippers. And, you know, go to partying at Movida. If it's for a good cause and you can contribute to something bigger than yourself, why the hell not? Put it on your list 10 times. I love that. And I'm excited. Slippers are super comfy. So Friday is going to be my best day of the week. Um, we need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together. And the only way we'll get through this is this together. I'm going to leave you with this uh, final thought from my side. Whenever you find yourself doubting how far you can go, just remember how far you have come. Remember everything you have faced, all the battles you have won, and all the fears you have overcome. I think that's my, my final passing thought. Besides going to watch my suits and sneakers video, I'm going to put it onto my social media sites as well, onto Facebook, onto Twitter. I want to hear your thoughts. Um, and if you need to book a public speaker, Rob's is over here, that bucket list guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. And I'm also available. Uh, that's the good stuff for this week. It's been incredible. Don't forget to catch up next week. We'll bring you more good news stories. You can also tune in on iTunes or on cliffcentral.com. And our app will be coming to you soon. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, all our guests. And only good things. Cliffcentral.com.